Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Thanks for listening to the Barton Han Show podcast. Listen live weekdays at noon on 98.7 ESPN. That's hour number three, Barton Han, Alan Han, Bart Scott, 98.7 ESPN. I might watch that tonight, man. I is it on Netflix? Where is it on? No, I think it's in the movies. Oh, Amazon. American Fiction. It says Amazon. But you know, it like bounces from that to Amazon. Like, it's like they make they want him to make like a, a black uh, yeah, I can book, see, I, I, I see the concept now. Now that you told me about, he's it. A, he's one of the best best actors that Jeffrey we have. Wright? Yeah, he's one of the best actors we have. Like, uh, who's we? The black people. Why not just? But everybody? he's Spanish though. But he he played he played he played. Um, he played Shaft, and then he played Martin Luther King. How can you play? A, how can you play a Hispanic dude and then play Martin Luther King? As he can, that's fine. he was Peoples, but it look, it actually looks really funny. Did so. you see him in Peoples when he was Peoples? I don't know what he is. Is he black, white? I don't know what he is. Yes, no, I think he's Spanish, man. Like, listen, I didn't know Willie. His name is Jeffrey Wright. I didn't know Willie was uh, Puerto Rican. Willie Colon. Listen, I'm, his listen. last name is Cologne with, listen, a, with black, an accent black. over the second O. Listen, black just means. What did that, you think that was? Listen, right, Swedish. Right is his master's name. We don't know what his real name is. <laughs> That's master's last name. <laughs> name his name. His name Toby. How the hell we know who the hell he is, man? Like we, we so you can't judge a black person by their last name. That just that's the far, that's the farm he was on. I guess. You know what I'm saying? That's <laughs> not the farm he was. <clears throat> okay. I'm just saying, you, the, Jeffrey Wright don't mean this man is. This dude played people. He ain't Jeffrey wrong. No, be, when he could grow hair, his hair grows out straight. This dude ain't black. He's from D.C. He's a uh, Dominican and black. Thank there you. you go. What do you mean? Thank you. Dominican and black. Now you know if Dominicans do not claim their. Why did you black. say thank you? You heard Big Poppy. You know no. now. You know Dominicans no. do no. not. Dominicans no. was uh, Dominicans. Remember a couple years ago was attacking Black Lives Matter. <sighs> I mean. I'm telling the truth. You're not I'm lying. Keeping, I'm you're keeping not, it risen. You're not lying. Dominicans don't call hey, themselves Bart, black. Hey, Bart, it's hour number three. It's Barton Hall. What's that mean? It's the Dominican hour. <laughs> hour. Peoples. <laughs> you kill my brother. You got to kill me, man. I just can't anymore. I, uh, this has been a day. Um, Jeffrey Wright's amazing, So man. yesterday, if you were listening to this show, we came up with this concept of, like, drunk on and where... I say, if I was ever a general manager of an NBA team, which that would never happen, but if I ever was, you have your deals that you would do that are logical, that you would look for and see if you can make them happen. Then there's always the drunk one, the one where I just I shoot my shot. It's insane. It's crazy. But I'm going to give it a shot because I'm going to give you the chance to tell me no, but I'll never know if I don't ask. And this year I said that I would just call up Sean Marks and say, five first-round picks, Mikhail Bridges, make it happen. And I know he'd say no and probably hang up and they'd laugh and then they'd leak it out and make fun of me and all that stuff. And that's fine. But that's what you do because you could do that for five years in a row. But if in that one year you get a yes, you might have just made the trade of the century. So with that in mind, ESPN on, on the website has an entire um, report. It's, it's just a great feature on ESPN+. Plus. Six big trades we want to see. Mm. And our good friend Bobby Marks, 
He has one that says, Bridges goes across the bridge. And I said, well, I got to talk to Bobby about this now. So we brought him on. So Bobby Marks joins us right now. I say, Bobby, great Bobby! minds think alike. <laughs> well, I think we split up the uh, the Knicks social media uh, Twitter world yesterday with that. <laughs> there were <laughs> yes. some people who thought I was crazy, and they're like, oh, we love it. Let's do it right now. Right. And listen, the last time, and I, and I wrote about and I, this is the beauty of America these days, that people don't read, right? Like, nobody read the article here. When I said, like, the last time there was a trade was in 1983, Damn. right? There hasn't been a trade in 41 years. And even when I worked in the Nets front office, I don't remember even calling the Knicks and even offering a trade. So, like, let's just put that to the side. But big picture, if, you know, and Brooklyn had a good one last night against Utah, but, if, you know, Bridges got two years left on his contract. Likely to see how the extension rules are going to work. He's probably not going to extend there because of, you know, his, a, a below market number. If the losing continues, why not pick up the phone and say, you know what, we would offer you this for – Mikhail Bridges here. And I think people got held up on five first round picks. And I think when you look at it, like where are those picks going to be? Right? Like if you look at it, that Dallas pick, which is probably going to be in the teens, maybe early twenties, that Milwaukee pick next year could be in um, probably in the late twenties. If you know, they'll continually be good. And, and certainly how this Knicks team is playing right now. And there, there's no reason to think that um, this team isn't going anywhere with, uh, with Brunson and OG and, and, and certainly Randall's got to get healthy here, but, um, and some of your other players, you know, even Chenzo and Mitch and Robinson will get back and it doesn't really cost you anything except draft capital. Why not? And so that's why we, we, we thought of the concept there as far as, you know, um, and, you know, listen, it will happen. No, but you know, it, it's always worth, you know, kind of throwing at that hypothetical. What, what, what are they doing in Brooklyn? Um, as far as if the losing continues, it seems like they yeah. last year when they made this trade, they had a lot of tradable pieces and they decided to run it back because they played well at the end of the season, but it, it seems to be going in the opposite direction. So if, if it's not Bridges, if he's going to be the cornerstone. How do you build properly around him? Well, here's the challenge, Bart. And it's kind of weird because, you know, Houston controls their, their first-round pick in the next four years from the Harden trade back in 2021. So you have that to factor in. But then at the other end, you have, you know, you got all those picks you got in the Durant trade from Phoenix. You've got a first from Dallas. You've got a first from Philly. Um, you've got, a, I think, seven tradable first that you have. So you have the draft capital if that next guy becomes available. But as you, as you guys are you know, watching with New York and stuff, you know, there's not that next guy available right now. And it, it's a challenge. I mean, they have a lot of players that a lot of other teams like. Um, and, and certainly getting Simmons back last night helps, but how reliable is that going to be moving forward? Um, outside of this uh, next year, there's, there's no point guard on the roster because Dinwiddie and, and Dennis Smith are free agents here. Nick Claxton is a free agent here. Um, so, as I said, like there, eventually there's, the losing takes its toll on you. This has been a below 500 team um, since the Durant trade. You get into the first round next last year, possibly get into the play-in tournament this year here. But you're you're you know you're you're hoping that that next guy becomes available where you have that draft capital to go out and and, and get him. Now to be clear, just so everybody knows, because again, Bobby, you have experienced Nick's Twitter. The words you did <laughs> use in this article was, "But this isn't trades we think will happen; it's trades we want to see." So from the from that perspective, but because you said to me it'll never happen. 
I, I want to ask you because you have spent 20 years in a, in a front office. You like you you know how things work here. Am I crazy to say that? Like if I were a GM, and I don't know, maybe you'd be this way too. That while there's the logical deals that I would look for, there's always that one that is illogical that you know I'm probably going to get laughed at. They're gonna they're gonna slam the phone down, but I don't. I won't know until I ask. And each year, to me, I feel like there should be one every year that you have that you just put out there and just want the holy bleep moment if they say yes. Yeah, I mean, it's not like, you know, Leon's going to call and ask about Giannis right now. Not yet. <laughs> right? I not mean, yet. Not, yeah, no, yeah, no, well, not yet. <laughs> Maybe next year. Right, exactly. Let's see how the playoffs <laughs> you know, go. <laughs> I, yeah, it's not like he's calling Golden State and be like, hey, would you guys move Steph Curry? You guys yeah. are playing. Well, no, 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 we're not going there, right? We're not going in that direction. But, you know, con- considering where New York is, you have the Villanova, I think you have the Villanova factor means something, right, with Brunson and DiVincenzo. And heart guys. That, they were all hanging out at the St. John's Villanova yeah. game on Wednesday night. They were all hey, like it's not like they don't talk to each other. You don't think that in joking. Uh, Josh Hart, by the way, who's a cut up. You don't think he's constantly needling bridges about it. Of course, they've talked about it. So yeah, that, that's what I well, mean. Even well, I mean, basically, I kind of you know, I started really thinking after that Nets Knicks game last last um, last I think it was last Wednesday yep. here, where like you watching and you know, I, I mean, listen, I've sat through it in twenty years, and it, I get it, I get it, you know, regarding the Knicks town and everything. I've never seen it that way. I've never seen it where it's ninety ninety five percent Knicks fans in, in Brooklyn. Me either. I've never seen that before. Yeah, that was a first. And so listen, they've they've had a couple of nice. You know, they, they beat uh, Houston the other night. They beat um, Utah. They got Phoenix Wednesday night here. Maybe they'll string along some some games here. But as I said, like you know, eventually things are going to have to get better because although he's got two more years after this year, the goal is to put you know the right people around him. If you were in the Nick front office right now, with all these dra- all these picks that you have at your disposal, what would you do right now when you consider the Randall injury, the Robinson injury, and you know the uncertainty of either one of them being back by the end of the season? Although it does feel like both could be available to you before the playoffs, where you are in the East, which right now is a virtual tie of third, yeah. you know after the trade you made with OG, would you still be chipped to the middle of the table? Let's let's go for it, or would you say, or would you wait? For the off season, which way would you go? I, I you know, there's always going to be somebody available in the off season, and I know where the Knicks are right now, and they're in, they're in a really good spot here. Uh, I think I would still look for some front court help. I don't know if I'm, I'm putting those picks in play. The first, um, you know, I, I, I wrote about it. I think a couple weeks ago, I would call Utah about Kelly Olynyk. That would give you kind of another day. stretch four, mm-hmm. you know, as far as a guy and, and just insurance because eventually, you know, with, you know, Randall and hopefully Robinson back, gets back and you still have Hartstein and Achua has given you some, some, some pretty good, um, uh, some pretty good minutes here. But I'm still, I'm still holding on to those picks um, because what's going to happen, we just got the new cap projections for next year. It's going to be like a government shutdown. I mean, we're looking at a third of the teams going to, that are going to be in this apron, this first and second apron here, where they're basically going to be frozen with their roster. And it's going to be extremely hard for teams. You know, and New York is sitting in a, a really, really good spot. I said them and Oklahoma City have are the two playoff teams that are sitting in the best spots here as far as draft capital players, uh, flexibility going forward here, that eventually there's going to be a player, as you guys know, that gets eliminated in the first round. Or doesn't make the playoffs here. Um, that is going to uh, want to ask out, and you know they, they've certainly got you know we got basically eight tradable first, and that will continually increase when we get into the off season. 
are the Knicks a team that you look at this season? Um, are they playing over their heads right now? I mean, thirteen and two in a month is is pretty remarkable because they haven't done that in thirty years. But I mean, what you're seeing after the OG trade. Is it something that you're like, no, no, that's what they are, or will there be eventually, you know, an evening out of of this success that they've had? I mean, literally right after the trade happened. Yeah, I mean, eventually you're going to have a little bit of a, a bump in the road, and we'll see if these these injuries do take it a little bit of a uh, a little bit of a toll here. But listen, I was I'm the crazy one back in September who said Phoenix Knicks in the, in the NBA Finals. Yes, you did. So I'm not I'm not I'm not I'm not I'm not going I'm not going off that right now, but. I think they have probably more of an identity than they did before the. And I thought, you know, they, they had you know, somewhat of a defensive identity. But I think OG has given them. You know, I mean, goodness, I mean, top three, top four team in the in the NBA as far as from a defensive standpoint. The hard part, Alan, and, and as you know, is in bar is that you got to get out of that four five range. Mm-hmm. Like you got to get out of you got to get up to three somehow or two somehow because you don't want Boston. And I know you can beat Boston. You don't want Boston in the first round. I would rather take my shot on. Um, Philly or Milwaukee in in, uh, in the second round. If you you know if you get out of the first round, you know how how patient are you going to be with the Randall um, injury? Are you going to allow OG to kind of see if he can show that he has a offensive part of the game, or what's some of the back end of the roster that you think are, are, are targets that that's what people want to know? Because everybody wants to go DeAndre Murray, and I don't yeah. know if you want to give up that many assets if you you know say that the landscape is going to be what it is next year with all the you know equity draft capital and equity and good contracts that they have. So what's the, is, is it Brogdon? Is it, is it Burke? Like, what is it on the back end? Because Bart wants it, it, names, it, Bobby. That's what he wants. He wants names. Yeah, because I mean, because it's any it, concern it, it, uh, that yeah. brunch is going to get listen, burnt out? If it, if it only costs me the Dallas first, which, you know, is top 10 protected, probably in the 18-19, not a great draft. I'd go after Malcolm Brogdon. You've got the Fournier contract there. I, I would I would put a first on the table. Do you have him for next year? He's under contract there. I think it, it alleviates some of the um, some of the weight that that Brunson's carrying because eventually it's gonna it's gonna build up here. Um, you know that you were gonna get the All Star break in a couple weeks, so that that will help here. But I, I, as you saw last night against Charlotte, I mean him and DiVincenzo basically kind of guided this team here, and, and Dante's been been really good here. But I do think. I do think you're, you know, you don't need to make a splash, but I do think if, you know, hopefully your front court gets healthy and then you maybe add another guard. But McBride's been good also. But um, as I said, if it's if it's only a first and it's that Dallas first, or maybe you do what you did last year, you traded Portland, uh, you know, a top, I think top fourteen protected mm-hmm. first. That's how you got Josh Hart. Um, I think that's something that you should certainly look at. Bobby, when we're when we're looking around the league, and again, the deadline's always like the fun time for everybody because we can speculate and we can come up with like we're doing right now, like we were playing, you know, the trade the trade machine, which is everybody's favorite toy this time of year. But when I look around the league, I look at certain teams that you know might do like the like what the Knicks are doing, which is just like nibble here, nibble there. But the Lakers feel like a team that again, just like last year, could be incredibly active. But will they have the ability to do that because of the market and a lot of teams maybe waiting to the offseason? Are the Lakers just going to be a mid-team, what they are? Yeah, I mean, I think they've got one tradable first in 2029, and then outside of Reeves, what player on that roster, I mean, certainly LeBron and AD, what player on that roster has got positive net value that you don't have to attach something to? I mean, I think that's – and they've, I mean, listen, they've turned over the roster – 
two or three different times right. in, a, in a span of a span of a year since last uh, last January here. And you know, same with Golden State. Like, there's no magic wand out there that all of a sudden this Warrior team is going to get better by that one player, uh, unless they start closing out games better, which they haven't done here. Mm. Um, but that's what you're looking at for um, you know for those 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 teams out there. Certainly with the the rules, how the rules are right now. Um, you know, Levine is, you know, you, you rarely hear anything about Zach Levine out there. There's really not a, not a market unless one of these, you know, Charlotte or Detroit, these rebuilding teams all of a sudden want to kind of dip their toe in the, at the end of the pool. Now, I'm glad you brought up Golden State because in watching Golden State, and it's a proud group of, of players that's been together with a long time, but it just seems like the window is closed. Like, and you look at the others, whether it was going to be Moody or Kaminga, it doesn't look like they're going to be able to catch lightning in a bottle. Like, what do you do with, like, Draymond and his shenanigans and, and, and moving forward, trying to find a way to build around Steph, who's still an amazing talent? The, the, the show that him and LeBron put on oh, the other the, night, the other night was, was, was amazing. And it's almost like a, a guy like like Steph deserves better. I, I, I know, you know, they've treated him well. They've spent as much money as they could be. But it looks like that core for – is over. Well, especially, you know, and, and Curry's got two more years after this year, especially, you know, the, the Clay Thompson um, situation is going to be interesting yeah. to follow as far as a guy who's going to be a free agent here. There's been nothing as far as extension talks. You know, Chris Paul's still out. Um, he shifted a little bit towards some of these younger players with Kaminga and Podzinski and Moody here. I, I said it, you know, I, I was talking about Philadelphia. If I, if I was Philadelphia, I would say, what, what, what would it cost us to go get Clay Thompson? That's what I would do if I, if I was in Philly because it's a guy that fit as far as their timeline, as far as it's a guy on an expiring contract, and it's a guy that you know could help us right now, you know for the for the short term, and maybe we can go out and re, and resign him. And I, I think for for Phil, for Golden State is is that they're you know four or five under five hundred. Best case scenario is that they're probably in that nine ten playing tournament here, which. You know, who knows in the, in the Western Conference? You know, you might get Minnesota or Oklahoma City if you can get to the 1-8 matchup and you get a fighter's chance there. But you just don't see it getting better. I mean, they're in every one of these games, but the inability to close these close games here is, is like a continual trend. It's funny. you bring, The Sixer thing is interesting because you're talking about them like going forward, which, which I agree. Like, that's the kind of move you make if you're the Sixers. But I'm curious if you have any concerns about Embiid longevity like his numbers when he plays are off the charts their record when he doesn't play is awful and so it shows you that everything rests on that bulky knee of his do you have faith that the Sixers can still find a way to get to the finish line because it always feels like once he gets to the second round not only do bad things happen but he also physically breaks down like I I almost feel like we're seeing it again it's already the like they, to me, it's the cautionary tale of Joel Embiid. You're going to fall in love with him, but that knee, I don't think, is ever going to let him get to the finish line as the main guy. And right now, he's the main guy. He's it there. Yeah. I mean, if you're going by past history, then no. I mean, what faith can you have? I mean, Embiid would be a, f- a perfect guy in a 50-game season. You know? <laughs> I mean, 82 games, you know, takes its takes its toll on it and we're not even at i guess we're at somewhat at the halfway point here but it, it, it's starting to, to take you know wear down and you saw them you know no maxi and no mb and you've got no chance in portland last night and you lose to a 13 and 34 uh, trailblazer team by 26 points and it's you don't i mean he as good as tyrese has been 
the, the rest of your roster is just a group of role players. Right. I mean, that's, that's the reality of it here. Um, so you can go out and make a couple trades and maybe get some short-term fits, but if Embiid's not on the court, you got no chance getting you know to an Eastern Conference final or an NBA Finals. Yeah, that's that's got to be the biggest challenge for the Sixers is just never mind the MVP. Oh, he has to play sixty-five games. The hell with that. He already won one. I need him to be as close to one hundred percent in the playoffs because without him, you have no shot. And then we're just resetting and doing the same thing year after year. But uh, I'm not crying for the Sixers. Not here in New York, Bobby. Always great to talk to you. Thanks so much. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. All right. That is Bobby Marks, of course. All the years of experience he has in the front office and then, of course, with us at ESPN. And just a lot of fun on ESPN.com right now. Just trades we'd like to see. And then there's a couple with the Knicks, but the one that he came up with, the Mikael Bridges one, man, could you imagine you put all those Villanova guys together on a team? Forget about chasing a star. That's a that's just a whole culture of winners that you would have on your team. But he said yeah, nice, they haven't made too. a trade since 1983. Yeah, 83. Yeah, it was the Knicks sent an 84 second round pick to the Nets for Len Elmore. Yes, <laughs> the Len Elmore. The Len Elmore. That's, that's just hilarious. All right, eight hundred hour nine three seven seven six coming up. So Stephen A did a top five list that we completely disagreed with. Top five duos in sports history. And the list does not include any NFL duos. Chip and Dale. And Chip and Dale should be on that list, too. Rescue Rangers. Yeah. So we're going to make our own list and make it better. Think you can help us? 800-919-3776. Maybe we'll bring in someone else to help us as well. Another expert. Stay mm-hmm. with us. Barton Hahn, 98.7 ESPN. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Thanks for listening to the Barton Han Show podcast. Listen live weekdays at noon on 98.7 ESPN. Hi, Barton Han. Got a special treat for you here momentarily. But I just want to remind you, Sebastian Maniscalco has added a fifth show to his run at Madison Square Garden next September. ESPN New York has your chance to score tickets now at ESPNNewYork.com or on the ESPN New York app. Just scroll down to contests and submit your entry. It's brought to you by Live Nation. Tickets go on sale this Friday, 11 a.m. at Ticketmaster.com. With no further delay. It is Bart Hahn, and we are, we are privileged to bring in Don LaGreca. The case Hello. show begins at the top of the hour. Don, but what? we're making them work extra because we like to do lists, and Don's the best. Bring your time and half this week, Don. 
I do? A time and a half. I don't think that's going to happen. We're contributing to that. Just put in the timesheet. I'm sure it'll be... uh, You guys have a timesheet? I don't have a timesheet. You fill out a timesheet, don't you? They'll give you a PTO day. They'll give you a a paid PTO day. Bart's timesheet, it says 11.58 a.m., yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> to, uh, and 258. To, well, I was going to say like 159. <laughs> Two, <laughs> 220. Uh, so Stephen A. did a top five list on First Take today. Yes. And we watched it and we both were like, the hell with this. No, oh, right. I'll give it to you. It, it is the top yeah. duos in sports history. Number five. So political. Gretzky Messier. He wanted to have Canadians. It's a good there. one. It's a good one. That's no, a good one. Number four, Kareem Magic. Already, like, number four? So, all right, bear okay. with me. Right. Number three, I'm going to say the last names, and you tell me if you can name them. Cooper Swoops. That was for occlusion. He didn't want the, he didn't want the women to get at him. I'm, Cooper I, 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 Swoops. I am assuming it's... Uh, WNBA. W- Cynthia Cooper, Cheryl Swoops. I, I'm two, sorry. Two great players. That was about inclusion. But we're talking about, like, like all due respect. Yeah, stop it. Um, <laughs> I mean, I, I they, they wouldn't make top I, five women groups. And then the top two... Okay. Is number two, Kobe Shaq. Number one, Pippen Jordan. Okay. Are we missing any NFL at all here? Because, as I told Bart... Missing the NBA. Brock Purdy and Christian McCaffrey. No. All kidding aside. Um, but, honestly, like, you could go Mahomes-Kelsey. You could go... Brady-Gronk. Brady-Gronk. Yeah. Who are you taking out? You could you go Montana-Rice. Yeah. Uh, there's, oh, you know, the Montana-Rice. Montana-Rice. That is... That is Terrific. By the way, Montana Rice does sound like a a, a dancer you might have met in Atlanta. I know one. Montana Rice. <laughs> Anyways, do you like give me? Are we missing some names off this? I think the Gretzky Messier one. I'm glad that me. one's there because they were one. Of, I mean, they were just insane winners. Well, see, we're thinking about you know. I mean, Russell and Kuzi. But what about? Um, oh wait, wait till I tell him your take on Bill Russell. Yeah. He's gonna eat you alive. Oh I mean, my god! The like, there's a lot. There's a lot coming alive. at me here. I feel like I'm a goalie. We need like I, a, we I'm, need I'm, three hours I'm with Don Lagreca. Takes here. I can't even have a. We chance really to, do. We need three hours. Can I can I great, dust pale in a rebound here and at least be yeah. able to retort yeah. on any of these things? Yeah. And what about this? How about that? Daddy? How about that? Daddy? And that. <laughs> All right. So you want to find great teams, right? So great, one of the great, great teams in football history to me, Steelers. So I would go Swan and Bradshaw. No, I was going to say Swan and Stallworth. Yeah, two wide, two Hall of Fame wide receivers. Okay, yeah. All right. So All you're right. thinking quarterback, two receiver. So they didn't receiver, connect receiver, with each yeah. other, but they were there were two duos. Right. Okay. I could go Duper Clayton too, but they just didn't Ugh, have weren't Hall of Fame worthy. Nightmares when I hear those. But those names. are the ones that are, those are the ones. I, any other football ones? I'm just trying to see. Not really. Nothing stands. Because who was the main receiver for not, Kurt Warner? You know, oh, Isaiah Bruce. Yeah, Bruce or Holt. But you can go Holt Bruce with the yeah. same kind of logic about, that about, I did with the Steelers. Lewis and Scott. See, see how he just completely went quiet on you. Disrespect. What's Lewis? <laughs> right. Anyways, those are the four. I, I'm trying to think of some like defensive pairings. Anybody that you can think of from a, like a defensive standpoint in the NFL. I mean, you had you had Mean Joe Green and uh, oh, you know what? Uh, well, but they didn't win any Super Bowls, so but like Reggie Brown and and and, and uh, yeah, yeah, they didn't win Super Bowl. The, the, the football one, Bart had it. Is Rice in Montana? Okay, yeah. I mean, okay. one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time, maybe okay. the greatest football player of all time. Okay, the Super Bowl connections, the, and the, and it, and it might be one. Because really, how long? Magic and Kareem. Well, they won. They won a bunch of. I mean, did they, they win five? To, did they win five together? 
No, nah, they didn't win all. I think Kareem has five, but he, so one was a minute. But Kareem was Milwaukee. clearly at the end. What is his fat? Last season was what eighty seven. Yeah, he still. And Magic's it. first year was seventy nine. Mm-hmm. So yeah, and they, they were together. Right they they run but he was already established. Kobe as a Shaq Hall of Famer. was short lived. Kobe Shaq was very short. I don't know how that could be number two. You can't short lived. Let, now let's, Pippen Jordan is now Pippen Jordan. You can't debate. No, and even indisputable. What about Duncan Ginobili? The thing about Gretzky, Messier, eh, Parker. They even rarely played on the same line a lot. No, they never were. Li- they rarely yeah, were. So line it's mates. just looking at two good players on the on same, the same team. team that won a lot of championships. Yes. Yeah. But they weren't. Were they a duo? I guess that's the other thing, right? Is duo means like you work together, uh, like in your field together, right? Because you can't do baseball duos. Because what? Where's the teamwork in baseball? Unless you did a second and like a pitcher stop, and a cat, like, you know, or a battery, you know, yeah, you just get the yeah, but yeah, it'd be, yeah, but still, the pitcher's not there all the time. That's what I'm saying. It, it's really difficult with baseball. Well, I agree. Like, like, second, like I said, a double play combination, second and shortstop would be short, the only one, yeah, right? You know, Trammell and Whitaker come, you know, come to mind like right wow, away. Look at you. Uh, but I wouldn't put them on the list there. No, no. Again, they would have to have been just epic, like epic duo. And you, just I, I think that. you got it. And plus, Messier won after Gretzky left. True. Like a lot of the guys were talking about Shaq. Like what were when they got split up? What happened? Bossy Trottier. Yeah, that's, that's a good. Duo. That's that, that's a good. Yeah, exactly. four straight cups, yeah. five straight, and right. Bossy just dominated the league. Five hundred goals. I might put Trottier, that, one of the great scorers of all time. I might about, put that. that about. That's, that's Ir- a duo. Aikman? Yeah, but you know what the thing is? They, they were so driven by Emmett Smith. Like I look at that offense. Yeah, Emmett doesn't have great. It great wasn't. Numbers. It wasn't as dynamic mm-hmm. as Rice Montana. Right, as as great yeah. as it was, believe me, I God, I hated those Cowboy teams. Respected uh, them though. Well, that's the problem. That's that's what I mean. You hate them, but respect them. That was that was Dan Marino. We haven't had that many dynasties. For me, no, we haven't. But that's but why. Kelsey, but Kelsey Mahomes. Kelsey Mahomes is becoming that, is it not? God, I hate to kill the WNBA one, but you know, it's, <laughs> listen, I, yeah, covered, I, I just, covered, I covered that hey, when, when the league. I was still getting into my sports writing years, so I was covering the WNBA back then, late '90s. So I knew those teams. Yeah, and you know, they were they were really good, but I wouldn't put them in the pantheon of all time great duos. There are more, and like we just said, the Montana Rice is certainly one of them. Yeah, that's got to so, be there. So well, we'll, get, we'll get on. Uh, we'll get on. Uh, okay. Right. Stephen, for that today. Right. Um, let me throw this at you. Yes. Uh, uh, Rich Cimini had this. So in the current issue of Sports Illustrated, which is nice to know it's somehow still being published. Well, where did he find it? Did uh, yeah. get it? Uh, well, online. It's on, a black, it's, on, it's on a black web? A panel of 31 <laughs> experts, which I don't know if it's AI or not, but 31 experts ranked the 50 most influential teams in NFL history. Unbelievable. Mm. So we're talking about 104 years and 2,300 teams. Number one on the list... The 1968 New York Jets. I don't buy it. Their win in Super Bowl three was yeah, deemed the most important in pro football is it because history. Of the mer- is it because that, of the merger? Is- yes, of course it's because... Stop it. we it- got to stop. you got to know your history. Go ahead. All right? First of all, I'm going to throw respect to the Jets. It's not as big an upset as people make it out to be. They did not share common opponents. Right, so how did they even come up with the number? The only reason they came up with the 14, 16 point spread is that nobody respected the AFL because of what happened with the Chiefs and the Raiders going up against the Packers. They didn't know, they didn't do the work. So for all we know, the Jets were the better team anyway. Mm. Maybe should have won by more points. So let's not disrespect the Jets to be the little engine that could and the AFL to be nobodies. They proved it and continue to prove it. 
The Chiefs won the next year against Minnesota. Right. So stop that. That's number one. Okay. Number two, the merger was already done. It's third year. So stop. Well, if well, it wasn't going to take, they well, were going to give the, it back. The feeling was it I mean, legitimized it because I believe it was the Packers dominated the first well, two. Well, of course, the Packers, Vince Lombardi, yes. and and it was you know, it was Kansas City and 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 Oakland. Mm-hmm. All right, all right. So let's just say, for sake of argument, that they were they were they were timid about the merger. Maybe we shouldn't have done this if the Jets ended up losing to the Colts. Well, the, well, the feeling, next year, the, yep. Kansas City beats Minnesota. Mm-hmm. I, I I honestly believe it is one of the most overrated takes in sports. Why do you think it's? It, why do you think though it gets the attention it got? Because if Denver it does it, it's de- there. You go. It Media. was first Namath and his fame yes. in New York, and he called a shot. That's what gave it the legitimate to the legitimacy, the coverage, the attention. All of it was because of Namath. And New right. York. So why can't that be the story? No, the because why, why are we going to make it something it's not? Because if it he wasn't Namath in New York, Don, it didn't. It wouldn't have had the impact that it had. So my argument is: is not necessarily it's that Jets team was just his all-time great team. It was the moment. It had to all come together right. where you had the market, the superstar, and the attention, and that now made it go whoa. That's special. This thing works. Now we'll look forward to this every year. Now, it didn't, like, after they won, everybody's like, oh, give me a break. So what? You caught the Colts on a bad day. They should have yeah. started right. Unitas, yada, yada, yada. Yeah. And my dad told me the story. My dad hated Namath, by the way, because he was a big NFL guy, hated the AFL. Okay. Mm. There was a small earthquake about 10 years ago in Saddlebrook, New Jersey, where my father is buried because Joe Namath came into the studio. And kissed me on the cheek, <laughs> and my father spun so fast in the grave <laughs> that they actually got a reading in Saddlebrook, New Jersey. But he told me that going into the preseason game, 1969 preseason Giants Jets, the pressure on the Giants to beat the heck out of the yeah. Jets to prove everybody wrong that this league shouldn't yeah. exist. Yeah. So I understand the significance of the win, but the merger was going to happen anyway. Mm-hmm. And then Kansas City would have gotten all the accolades had the Jets lost the game. So why can't we just say the Jets were a heck of a well, football team? Perfect timing. They made the they made the prediction. It worked out. It was a perfect storm. Yeah, right? it worked and, out. And sometimes it's about the significance and the time and all that stuff. Um, yeah. Well, I'm trying to think of another. On some more important topics. Like the Pistons beat it. Never mind. No. Oh, okay. No. By the way, was that the first year they called it Super Bowl? Yeah. Bowl three. Right. Yes. Was that the first time they used that phrase? Right for that one. So there's Tele- all that televised stuff. on two different networks yeah, oh, wow. because the AFL rights and yeah. the NFL rights mm-hmm. were still like in existence. Yeah. That's and why it's so important. And then somebody told me because because again people are just morons. Honestly, back in the day, I think people like like 50, 60, they were stupid. Like, <laughs> they were, putting, the, putting the goal post, the goal, not right. having overtime. There was a time the NFL didn't even have the playoffs. Like, nobody, nothing occurred to people. Yeah. Like, you know, the Giants have a logo with, an, with a, a, N, a lowercase NY. I always give the excuse because we're at war and they didn't care about things like no, that. No, it was too busy. Plus, they were with leather helmets. I mean, you didn't really have a lot to do there. No. <laughs> Take a crayon, it, 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 just throw yeah, the NY. The, the goalpost at the goal line was the dumbest thing I've ever seen. I still, I, just, I still to this day I, I can't would, believe I, that I would, would, somebody did I that. Go, run, that'll work. I would just run, you talk about these drive routes. <laughs> I'll just run drive routes directly at the goalpost. I want to see. A, can we see video? A, somebody put together like a, an entire video you know of guys running into it, like like you're looking this right. Way. But just imagine, just imagine, right? Oh. Just imagine you're running behind the pole. You come and you catch it in front of the pole. You run and you grab it. Swing yourself around. <laughs> the guy chasing you around the pole. 
<laughs> I'd be tremendous. Uh, but we have bigger bigger things yes. to get to here with you, Don LaGreca, and we appreciate you for the time. And the K-Show, of course, is the top of the hour. Is that Bart, for the first time on Friday, is going to experience something that every man, uh, when he gets to a certain age, right. you know, has to experience, mm-hmm. and for some of us, uh, multiple times. Why did my doctor go tell me to go early? Um, they changed so, it. Uh, it used to be what well, you're talking about, the colonoscopy. Colonoscopy yeah. is on Friday for Bart. He's very nervous. His anxiety's been through the roof today. We opened the show with Drink this. Drink water, all clear fluids. No, 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 no nuts, no, no nothing. Uh, okay. So I imagine you are you know, a man of great experience, so you have endured this before. Can yeah. you give him any words of advice? Enjoy it. It's a, it's a, it's a male spa day. It's a male spot. That's what I, I look forward to. I, I, mean, I, I would have it like every three months. But, but, Good. But, Honestly, I think it's uh, because, all right, the worst part is the purge, right? Yeah, what about the preparing but, the day but so before? What? You, first of all, you're going to be home, right? Uh-huh. So you're not out and about where it's going to be a problem. Were you like You catch it? up on some reading? No. Reading? They, they used to be, used to have these concoctions that were terrible. You like Gatorade? You played football. You like Gatorade? Yeah. It's it's you you put it in there you drink you're drinking Gatorade all right and you're having some is it a pill tablet or is it the big goop no I I just had a powder that I put into the Gatorade oh okay made a, got a picture of it mm-hmm. poured like you had to drink it like every fifteen I, minutes or whatever how much I need six you got to finish a whole Gatorade you gotta finish all, yeah, oh yeah, yeah you got to yeah. drink a lot right but down. you catch up on your reading you, you stay close reading. to the bathroom the one of the, the first times I did I worked from home I still did the show and I went there commercial oh, why break. are you taking a day off so now, man? Maybe maybe so, yeah, I can. It's a bad job. Yeah, maybe really I can do want it. you to be no, on the he show doesn't, now. He, he's worried about this. I'm telling you, I'm, I'm giving you the whole lay of the land. All right, you catch up on your reading. You'll feel great after it's done because you purge. Now you're going to feel like you lost weight. You're going to be you feeling huh. good. And you're going to go in. I'm going to see all my abs. You're gonna, yeah, you're going to feel great. And then you go in for the procedure itself. And you're going to have that Michael Jackson sleep, man. It's going to be 45 minutes to an hour of the best sleep huh. ever. Ever. Right, for some reason, one of the times I dreamed about Chad Pennington. I don't know why. Uh, <laughs> Did his shoulder come up? Del- just just couldn't throw outside the hash marks. <laughs> and I'm out. But you wake up refreshed. You feel like you lost weight. Hmm. Then you go home, and that meal that you have after it's all over yeah. is be one of the best meals you ever had in your life. Hmm. And then the doctor's going to tell you you're all clear. And hmm. it's just, and you're going to be like, man, I wish I, I wish I could book another one for next month. But they say you have the, uncontrollable flagellants. We had a caller that warned Bart. See, that's a problem. Is you say get people that Aaron. start telling you things that are bad. <clears throat> and so one caller said that because they push something in you, say your butt just going to be whistling all day. That now you're going to have. All I this didn't air experience stuck that, but okay. I will tell you yeah. that when you wake up yes. from this fabulous sleep. Mm-hmm. The nurse or whoever's there is going to tell you, all right, just uh, rip one and then you can go. They won't let you go until you pass that air. So I think what happened to that person is they probably sent them home before doing that. Got you. (laughs) So... That's a, how how many times you get permission to do that? That's another perk. So, so you're in a, you're in a room full of like men, women they, gathered around, and they they're telling you you got to do that. Can, can you just tell them that you did it, or they have to hear it themselves? They got to hear it. They want to know that you passed it. So now you're you're really hoping so that you can wake you up the like dead that. with it. Come on, how often are you in a room with women where they're encouraging yeah. you? Won't let you leave until you do it. <laughs> would they would they grab your feet and push your legs? back No, and they're help not going to help you. No. I'm just saying most of the time you're in that environment and you got to do that. You're crossing your legs. You're sweating. You're hoping yeah. not to. This one, they're telling you. You can't sometimes, go until you do sometimes it. Sometimes you reabsorb it. 
So you want to leave, oh, right? Boy. You want to go home and get that yeah. fabulous dinner I'm talking about. So yep. you let it rip. Uh. You'll never do that in a room full of people and uh. be encouraged to do it. There's like nothing it. bad about it. I'm excited. You just want to make sure. I'm telling you. I'm not lying to you. He's got the, you fired up. The fact up. that people so, are so, scared so of this I... thing is just so stupid. You don't feel a thing. So should I do? Should I do but one tell every him three months? Tell him your what biggest. Is, fear. What is your biggest? Tell fear, him your honestly. biggest fear. I don't want anybody making fun of me and like putting their sack on my forehead or something while I'm asleep. He thinks they're going to take pictures of him while he's asleep Listen, and do you, things with him. All right. Well, number one, it's really <laughs> stupid that you think that. All right. That, but number two, if things like that happen, it's probably happened to you before. You don't know. <laughs> so what's I, the big deal? I sleep with one eye open. Oh come on! The things that he. Stopping his pillow. Tight. You you are a former <laughs> NFL player, a great one by the way, and a terrific talk show host. You should. Thanks. This would be a PSA moment. You should be telling people because they should be going, man. Oh. And it used to be fifty. Now they bring it down yeah. to forty because this is a serious issue. Yes, it is. Do you have any colon cancer in your family? No. So you got nothing to worry I think about. He just man. want me to do it because you want me to be part of the club. <laughs> He's just worried. I mean, so you're gonna. You, what, uh, when would we see? Because your schedule's well, kind of scattered. When, when, Friday, when would we see you? Again? Monday. Well, I got virgin, but so like, how big is the wire? First oh, of all, boy. I want to be stretched out. Oh, You've got. Did he say? Yeah. Yes, he did. I'm yeah. not going to repeat it. No, it's. What do you think goes on? I don't know how big the tube is, man. <laughs> Let me tell you something. I, I, I had, back in when the Giants lost to the 49ers in the playoffs, that huge come from behind uh-huh. win for the yep. 49ers, yeah. trade junk and garbage. I made myself so sick. On the air, I had a huge rant. I, I wake up the next day, I had three kidney stones. Wow. Not caused by that. I had three. Ooh. One they blasted with a laser. Oh. One passed on its own. The other one they had to go and get. Ooh. Oh, man. Now, and I'll there give you a hint. Fishing. They didn't open me up. Yeah, they had to go fishing. They went through, through the, yeah, the no, other opening. Yeah, oh, yeah. The yeah. So if they can go through there, and I don't feel a thing, Nothing. and survive it, the other end is the Lincoln Tunnel. Okay. <laughs> so what are you worried about? This guy, he's, I, I, dude, you me. went, you went up against offensive no, linemen. They weigh babies. fifty pounds heavier than you. You understand? Smacks you guys the side are the of biggest the babies. You know that, right? You should like, be skipping to this. One hundred percent. Because I say when you go get your prostate, they say tell the doctor to use his pinky. If he can't find it with the pinky, then. Go and ahead. you tell him I, to I'll read. Just, right? I'll just fight you cancer. tell me that he'll catch up in his reading. <laughs> this is a man who has twelve hundred and thirty-six unread text messages. Show him on his phone. Well, you're going to catch up on him if you decide to commit yeah. to those text messages. You make to sure there's so a when picture when do you, when Claire you, Huxtable. So, so, so Thursday, I got to prep. I'm going to start right after the show. Maybe since now you give me um, <clears throat> courage that I can do it, I can just do it on the air, and I can just turn my mic off whenever I like, if I have to oh, poop something. That doesn't normally happen. Because you uh, do that often. Right, well, you're you're I, welcome, everybody, this for this good. conversation, and we will finish up with Get exam. some thoughts before no, we you. hand it off to Don LaGreca right. and the K-Show coming up Me next day with us. Me and Don do a PSA. Uh, but first... She'll cost them a little, <laughs> cost them a lot, but it will cost you. <laughs> Last year at the Super Bowl, everybody, Rob Gronkowski went wide left on FanDuel's Kick of Destiny. Now he's back for Kick of Destiny 2, Electric Boogaloo. Yes, this time you can play along. All you have to do is choose if Gronk will make or miss. Get your free pick in now because if you're right, you'll win a share of $10 million in bonus bets. Everyone can get in on the action when Gronk takes his shot at redemption before Super Bowl 58. Whether your team make or team miss, just head to the FanDuel Sportsbook app to get your pick in. It's absolutely free. Then tune in before the game is Gronk Live. I want to go home. You'll, you'll win a share of $10 million. I want to go home, If you're right. New to FanDuel, just, just visit FanDuel.com slash Allen to sign up. Make every moment more with FanDuel, an official sports betting partner. 
of the NFL. 21 older, physically present in New York. No purchase necessary. $10 million prize pool to be split equally among all eligible participants who make the correct pick. Prize issued as non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire seven days after receipt. Restrictions apply. See full terms at FanDuel.com slash sportsbook for help with the gambling problem. Call one 877 hope ny or text hope ny 467-369. Thanks for listening to the Barton Han Show podcast. Listen live weekdays at noon on 98.7 ESPN. Uh, the final week, by the way, everybody, of Superbox Bonanza 5 and your last chance to get your box Girl, for the big game. All qualifiers get a $25 Fanatics gift card and a chance at one of 10 Superbox prizes. This year's big game payouts, $500 in the first and third quarters, $1,000 at halftime. Final score payout of $2,000, all brought to you by Tullamore Dew Irish Whiskey and the brand new Tullamore Dew Honey and Security Dodge. Say it for me, Bart. Get at me. No, it's not. Get oh. at me. Wow! Come get, get some. some. Yeah, that's what it is. Full contest details, of course. You can go to superboxbonanza.com. It's always great to have Don on. Like he's so much fun, and also going up with these, coming up with these like top five lists and different things. Like those are always the best things to do. And um case show is just coming up momentarily, so I'm sure they'll continue that and everything else. So tomorrow, Bart, we have uh, Garrett Wilson, right? We're doing that event with him after the show tomorrow night. Yeah, man. And then you have First Take and Get Up, and then, of course, the moment becomes real. Maybe we should play that in the air tonight, especially since apparently you'll have air to let out. I can hear it coming in the air tonight. I'll see you on the broadcast tonight. See you tomorrow, Bart. Thanks for listening to the Barton Han Show podcast. Listen live weekdays at noon on 98.7 ESPN.